What's going on people? Welcome to Conversation with H and we have an amazing guest with us, you know, multi-genre. We ain't putting him in no box. Multi-genre artists with bangers such as Strikers, Ruffian, Style and Grace. Rubicon Lachi? Huh? Rubicon Lachi. A man who works with youth to be and make an amazing change. The animated academic, the voice, the lyricist, the former spoken word artist. You even didn't know that. The English, English language and linguistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Language. Okay, Ooh. student. Yeah, we tapped in. Mr. Oral Nothing, aka Mr. Lively is a freestyle. I even say it right. Lively. All right then. Yeah, I introduce you to Bliss. Some of you know him as Bliss. How you doing today? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. Good, good, good. good, good. Yeah. That introduction was fair. Yeah. Yeah. That was an A one. A1 introduction, man. Love him. <laughs> so for yeah. those who don't know who you are, who is Bliss? And who is, who are you outside of Bliss? Mm. That's a good question. So who is Bliss? I feel like, because my name's Mia Bakker. Mm. My name actual, my first name's Mia Bakker, and I don't, I don't mind that. I'm not one of them men that wants to hide my don't name. Don't try to hide the goggles. Cool, cool. <laughs> so yeah, my name's Mia Bakker. So Bliss, I feel like Bliss is just an extension of me. Mm -hmm. Like bliss is who I is part of. It's part of me. I'm with you. It is a part of me. It's part of my personality. Mm -hmm. It's a persona. It's it's me. I would say it's me the entertainer. Got yeah. I would say yeah. Bliss is me the entertainer. So yeah, when yeah. I'm rapping, performing, doing music, I'm with you. That's that's bliss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who are you outside of that then? Outside, outside of, of the that. entertainer, who are you? Outside of that, I'm a deep thinker. Okay. Like, if I really be real, like, a lot of my friends know me to, like, be a speaker and be animated. Yeah. Like, at social gatherings, I'm there, I've got a loud voice. But outside of that, mm. I'm a, I think deeply. Mm -hmm. I would say I'm more of a, like, um, like, I used to be, I still am in a way, I used to be really into, like, my anime stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. My athletic, I nerded out on athletics. Like, I used to really, like, study yeah. athletics. Not just like look at Usain Bolt and them, man, but actually study like the mechanics of athletics and training and okay. all of that. So when I, I have a lot of you know particular interests, mm -hmm. and in a way, like I prefer to be studying them and, and getting into them. Like I'm not really uh, a yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's me. Because essentially, like when I kind of read and watch stuff that you do, a lot mm. that comes out is that you are academic, you are a student, even okay. even whether it's like a student of what you study in terms of you know, your interests, what you study in terms of what you done, went to uni for, mm, mm, or mm. what you study in terms of you as Bliss the Entertainer. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You're very much a student of trying to find out and understand every little thing. It details. feels like... Details. I really true? want to understand the why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels you know, like, like some people could say, you know, they can go into a conversation and, you know, explore something like, you know, why is this like this? And then they'll say, never mind. Nah, I'm not never mind. I want to understand, ah, you know, when it, whether okay. it, it be issues around genre or faith or yeah, yeah, yeah. psychology. I always want to know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deeply, yeah, 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 yeah. So what was younger you like? Yes. <laughs> and before we go into that, what was it like and what was the influence that he had to have older brothers as well? Okay. Ooh, wow. So younger me, okay, so to answer the first thing, like younger me, I was very hyper. Yeah. Very, I'm still hyper now, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm still hyper. But what would I say? I was very impulsive. Okay. So like, I thought I was, I say, I said this, I've said this before, like, I thought I was a bad youth, like, because I thought I was a bad youth. And that when I say I thought I was a bad youth, I don't mean 
I thought I was a bad man. I don't even mean like that. I mean, I would do things, get in trouble, mm. teachers would label me, mm -hmm. then I would feel bad. That's actually what I mean. So I was, I was never a bad you. I was just impulsive. Yeah. So someone in, in my perception, growing up in Kilburn before I moved to Hearts, so I lived in, yeah. in, in Cricklewood, Kilburn, Northwest London, then I moved to Hertfordshire. Mm -hmm. But both of my experiences in school, if someone's to get rude or do something, I would react impulsively. Yeah, yeah, I'm with So you. I might aggressively, I might say something or punch them in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my head, it wasn't like, I'm a bad man. It yeah. was just, that's what I did. Then afterwards, I'd be like, rah, did I? Did that? Did I do that? Like, did I move like that? And then the teachers would kind of paint me with a brush and be yeah, like, oh, yeah. you, you know, you're really smart, but this behaviour, you know, you can't behave like and that. And Getting distracted, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. always, you're constantly distracted, you're constantly distracted, you're, constantly, you're hyperactive. Mm -hmm. They try, you know, even obviously they were like the whole ADHD. So for me, it was like, I, they would label, they would say that's, that was me now, mm -hmm. but I didn't really understand that too tough. And in my culture, I wasn't really something you would yeah, explore. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So I was hyperactive, you know, I, I still am, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think, but as a youth, I didn't understand how to channel that mm. at all. <laughs> you understand? So yeah, man. And what was the influence like? And what was it like to have older brothers as well? Older bros. I think for me, it was, it was a house where you needed to be strong. Because mm. me, I'm very expressive. Mm -hmm. But be, having older brothers, you almost had to, I had to learn how to like channel that expression. Because I wouldn't want to say the wrong thing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we grew up in the end, it's not like, it's not all of this like, you know what I mean? Like my brothers <laughs> would pattern me. <laughs> like, like pattern me. Like part of the reason why I'm good, even as a, as a lyricist and MC, is because of that pressure, I wanted to be good. Because yeah. my brothers, we had a very high bar for what good was, innit? We grew up listening to like Kano and people like that. So mm. that was our bar for being good, you know, mm. and the, U the US rappers. So when I first started rapping, I wanted to impress my brothers. And they had, they like, their perception of what good was, was like Nas, mm. you know, Jay or, yeah. you know, Tupac. Yeah. And then in the UK, it'll be like Kano, Gets, Dizzy. Mm. Yeah, so I'm yeah. thinking if I want to be good, I need to be that level. There's no, there's no such thing as mediocrity. So yeah, in a way, yeah. it, 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 you know, I don't know if you watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like being in the hyperbolical time <laughs> chamber. Like, man was proper like straight, man was under high pressure, but I was secluded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. under pressure in my house. And then what that did, it meant when I went out, everyone was like, oh, you're sick. And I was like, I, I'm sick. I didn't even know. I, I just thought, like, I knew I was good, didn't it? But yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Because like I was in like a high like a like a time chamber, like a hyperbolical yeah, yeah, time chamber, yeah, yeah. I was I was um in a bubble where I really had to be good to yeah, impress my brothers. Yeah, yeah. I've not actually said this before, you know. It's actually because I'm deep in it now. I was in a bubble where I wanted to impress my brothers, and then when I was taken out of that bubble, I was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, the thing yeah, is yeah. as well, everyone else's expectations probably wasn't as high as oh, your brothers. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, some, but no. Some of them, but like, like not all of them. So, no, so no, already no. you've already exceeded the expectations. So yeah, you've gone yeah, from yeah, yeah. where you feel you're good to them you're sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To everyone outside my yard, I was sick. Yeah. But because it's because you took that time to, I need to impress my brothers. Not and even, it was pressure. It was yeah. there was a pressure. And obviously I know that now, but I wanted to be sick. I wanted my brother because my brother heard me spit like time back and he didn't really rate it. Then I think he heard me spit like a year later when I was like 11 or something or 12. And he was like, you all sick. And he recorded me on his phone and showed all his friends. That's when I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I'm levels. Yeah. That's the accolade that you wanted. You understand? So that's when I thought, okay, I've got away with words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So how does that work in terms of, now you've got your brother's accolades. When you're getting accolades from other people, does mm. it mean less? Or is it a case of, ah, oh, 
thank you, but till it's thank I'm thankful to other people's accolades, depending on who they are, though. Yeah, yeah. If it's like a fan of music yeah, yeah, or just yeah. a fan of what I do, then it's nice, very nice. If it's someone who I consider to be like an expert in that field, 100%. it's weightier. Yeah, yeah, Until yeah. this day, when I'm when I do tunes, I've got my oldest brother. My oldest brother, I would always WhatsApp him the tunes that I'm doing now. Still now, like so the tunes that have come out, like the tunes that I've done recently, like he would be one of the first to hear them, and he doesn't lie. He's one of those people. That, <laughs> do you know those people you meet where they don't lie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, just, yeah. It's almost like they're capable of lying. They're the sort of people where. If you, you know, if you, you know, if you put on a bit of weight now, you've got satin on your face. You're just going to like, it. Yeah, that's on your face. And you're like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, my brother is good because you always know where he stands. So if yeah, I send yeah, him yeah. a tune and he does not feel it, yeah. he's, he's saying tell it. tell you the truth, Point blank. Wow. You understand? So he's, 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 that's what my brother's like, mm. you know. So for me, he's still a good acid test till this day. Yeah, so that's it, man. Speaking of your brothers, speaking about kind of home life, you moved, as you talked about, Kilburn, mm-hmm. Cricklewood, to uh, Hertz, as you would describe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which means you moved schools. Moved schools. What was that like? And what impact do you feel like the moving home life? How did that affect your home life as mm. well? But what was the impact it had on you as a person? Mm, on me? I feel like when I moved to Hertfordshire, initially I was angry. Mm. I was angry because I felt like I had left culture. Really? Because I was, bear in mind, I was emceeing at age 10, 11. Mm. You know, I was, I was teaching people how to emcee in school. Like, yo, this is how you write bars. And I was 11. I was one of them youths that was like the younger guy that was good. And when I moved to Hertfordshire, they didn't even really know what like grime was mm. back then or emceeing or rapping. Yeah. I was the only black guy in my class. I went from a multicultural year group of, you know, Irish, black, Asian, everything, to being the only black guy in my group with 11 and 12 year olds who are, you know, the child, the children of their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're ignorant, they don't understand me, they don't understand where I'm coming from, they don't understand where I come from. 100%. And I'm already, I was fighting in London, so I was fighting in the ends mm. for stupidness. Mm-hmm. So I felt like the, the fights, or, or the behaviour I exhibited in Hertfordshire, like when I was impulsive or whatever, or reactionary, there was more of a basis for it. Because yeah. it was then people saying racist statements mm-hmm. or, you know, saying remarks about me being black or things like that. Mm. It was actually the first taste of it, I'll be real, like, like that. Like mm. where there was like a venom to it. Mm. So I feel like I became very, um, had a chip on my shoulder. Because yeah, yeah. I felt like if anyone said anything that was even close to offensive or racist, in my opinion, mm. I would... I would hook on it and I would I would move mad. Yeah, yeah. You understand? So that that's what it was like. So it was actually quite it was difficult, difficult transition. Um, I think I definitely got worse before I got better mm-hmm. when I went to Hertfordshire. Definitely got worse before I got better. That's what I'd say. How did how did your home life then get affected by that? Or was home life and school life, did you always keep that separate? Home life, home life bled into school life, if anything. Because I feel like, in a sense. You know, there were hardships at home, you know, mm-hmm. family tensions and yeah, different yeah. things. So for me, you know, I would take that into school both in London and in, in Hearts. That was both. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where does faith come into your life? Or are we skipping past a, a, a large <laughs> portion of your life? In what sense? In what sense? When does faith, when do you, faith, when do you consider uh, faith? Thank God to I be... got saved. Um, I got saved in, 
when I was 14. No, 13, 14. 13, 14, yeah. So I got saved in year nine. In year nine. That's when I became a Christian. I, I grew up in a Christian home, in church oh, yeah. every Sunday, everything, mm-hmm. all of that. I was fighting in church. <laughs> Hold on. Not in the service. Now. No, I hear in you the outside. Youth group, in the youth group. But being man were fighting in church. It was like you no, hold on, energy hold on, and that. Hold on, hold on. Not, church, you know, church is meant to be the place with peace, <laughs> you know, comfort, laughter, everything. I, I wasn't you, saved, did it? You know what I mean? That is before Christ. This is before Christ. I hear you. But how, how you go to church every Sunday fighting in the youth? Overdumbness as well. Oh, you. Your bars are better than mine. Not, 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 like his bars are. Like people just saying statements yeah, yeah, and you yeah, cuss yeah. someone. And then oh, it's cuss gone, you. Yeah, it's gone oh, you got that. Cocoa Pops and you fighting oh, over. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, so that was then. But when I got saved, I remember the moment I got saved. It was, it was a supernatural experience. Basically, what happened was uh, there was a family dispute going on yeah, downstairs. Yeah. Like, I remember it. It was going on downstairs, a family dispute. And I felt really... The word I would use now is overwhelmed. I didn't know I was overwhelmed then. Like, as a youth, I just thought, I'm angry. Tense. Just overwhelmed by that particular situation. By what was going on downstairs, yeah, it was oh. peak. And then I remember feeling something in my like in my like soul, like in my well, my chest then. Mm-hmm. And I just I just said in a very deep way, help. Now when I said help, it wasn't like loud or anything, but I felt it like to yeah, the yeah. depths of my spirit when I said it help. It was coming from here. Coming from my Yeah, yeah, my yeah, core. yeah, yeah. I'm with you. And all I remember is I went we went to church. So we used to go to a church called City Church. It was like a you know, how would I describe it? It wasn't multicultural. It was right. one of those sort of kind of charismatic churches. I'm with you. You know, a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. majority white. Got you. I'm with you. You know, charismatic church now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would sing their songs, which would always sound like alternative rock songs, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what I did, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't really engage in it I'm like before. But after I said help at home, all I knew is the next Sunday, I was proper engaged. Oh, like my brothers have been looking at man and they're probably thinking, what, what it? And I'm probably engaged now. And then one, this one song came on and I felt peace. I felt this presence, this weight. And I just felt, I just felt lighter and freer. And I thought, Rah. I thought, what's this feeling? So then I, I associated it with this feeling. It was yeah, that yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't just an emotional feeling of like happiness. It was a, it felt like a presence. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, I just want this feeling. So then I was like 14, 15, 16. I really, when I say... I went ham on a faith tip. I went, I went ham, like study and everything. That's, I just immersed myself. My friends got saved because of me. So I had Richard got saved. Yes. So we were best friends. I got saved. Then he got saved. Then my other friend got saved. Because I was that guy. I went from like, I did a 180. Yeah. So for me, because I was quite loud and quite influential in my peer group, when I got saved, I was like, nah, you might need to know about it. Do you know what I mean? That's, I was just on that wave, innit? So... That, that moment, I would say, you know, school changed a lot. I did go, I had a radical phase. Mm. You know, like when you get you had that radical phase where everything was just, you know, Christian, 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 Christian. You understand? From like the ages of 14 all the way up to like 17, I'll say. Mm. Like you literally went from impulsive, I want to fight if someone says something wrong to, I need to tell you about Christ. Yeah, it was, it was like literally... I was still impulsive, innit? But then it was like, it went from impulsive to fight to impulsive to evangelise, innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, I was, I was the same dog, but it's now, <laughs> I think probably people, some people would even be intimidated. Do it to show which one like, coming next. Yo, do you know about the Lord, like? And I'm looking at 
I was, wow. and then I was watching like Todd White videos. Yeah, so you I was watching that. So we were going out and praying for sick people. We were doing a lot. We, we, man was, yeah. Like that was my thing. And I was like getting other people on it and stuff. So that was me and that was the latter years of school. And I, I think what that taught me was how to go against the grain. Mm. It gave me a lot of confidence in a, in a way when I look back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was not cool. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> no, like, then, no, 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 100, 100. I was cool when I was fighting and emceeing. I was still emceeing after, but when I was fighting, I was cool. Like, as much as it was destructive, yeah, yeah. or guy in school, innit? To everyone else, like, is, hey, yeah, I see yeah, him, yeah. Yeah, it's enough respect. Then man's now done a 180 now. I'm still me, but I'm not really me. I'm like now a bit softer and... You know, trying to talk about faith. Mm. I lost, but then I had to be strong in that, yeah. in the face of everyone else doing their thing, innit? Mm. So in a way, it made me, it made me understand how not to be a follow fashion. Hundred percent. And that's kind of like a current that's kind of stuck with me, because mm. I don't think what I was doing then was fully right. I think yeah. there were some good things about the way yeah. I was behaving, like the radicalness. There were some good parts of it, but there were some elements that I was like, <laughs> nah, fam, that was yeah, a bit yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it definitely gave me. It was like the beginning of the type of self-confidence that I think I have now, you know, so. And one of the things you touched on as well is that you became radical in terms of like going into your words, studying and evangelizing oh, and all yeah, those heavy, types of heavy, things. Heavy, 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 but heavy. it all speaks back to who you are still to this day. Someone yeah. who studies intently mm -hmm. and intensively yeah, in yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing. Yeah. So even That's... at the age of 14, 13, even when, if it was bars, if it was God, if it was whatever it might have been, even up until this point, it's like I need to know every detail. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah, detail. Yeah, hundred percent. Which I think is like an amazing thing to have, but it can also have its downsides to. Oh yeah, degree. definitely cons. Definitely, definitely has bad, bad sides. Yeah. So Tangent. how do you deal with those downsides to being so intense in terms of studying? I need to understand this because then not that you lose sight of things that are like. Here, yeah, but sometimes it's like those things aren't as important to you as they may be to other people. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my challenge now, isn't it? So like, I've got my team. So in terms of like names, bliss, mm. and just in life, I've got my friends who do redirect me sometimes, and voices. 100%. So Josh, he's he's like my right hand. He's my business partner. He manages a lot of my stuff as well, mm. and he yeah he he's a manager in that regard and he can keep me grounded, I'll say, or keep mm. me balanced, not even grounded, but balanced. Like, try and see the bigger picture of mm. what's going on here. You know, even when you're focused on this one thing, think about how these other things work together. Yeah, yeah, and also my other friend, my other, my best friend, his name's Josh as well, my actual yeah. best friend, his name's Josh. Um, so I've got three Joshes in my life. <laughs> three. <laughs> one of them's a rapper called Collistar, he's yeah, Josh. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, I've got a lot of Joshes. I don't know, it's something there, but... Yeah, I think friends for me is big. Friends yeah. and family, family as well. Like my mum's instrumental in that as well because when I'm working hard and just going for it and mm. in that sort of tunnel vision mode, she'll be like, "Hey, like, are you? Have you looked at this? Have you thought about you know the bigger picture? Mm. Are you resting? Are you doing this?" And then my girl, she's mm. very big on that. Are you resting? Like, mm. are you actually? Have you taken some time for yourself? Have you? Mm. Is there any leisure in your life? Yeah. And she's she's very driven, but then she's also she understands balance a bit. She more understands balance. I would say she does understand balance, but we're both very like that. But she does understand. I would say mm. she understands balance a bit more than me. Yeah. 
And obviously, it's because she's looking at you as well, yeah. it's easier for her to say, I've seen your maybe doing a bit of luck over here or mm. doing a bit too much over here. Have you taken the time? Because she's mm. looking at it from an outside perspective, whereas you, you're focused on a goal. Goal, yeah. So 100%. all of that's like... Is that, it doesn't matter, like, in my head. I'm always like, what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, you, what, I need to eat? Well, obviously, not that, not things like, <laughs> not things like that, but like, but I need the, to do this thing. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, yeah. it can be that because you're just so focused, but like... Yeah, it's having those other voices to bounce off on. And I talk to them, so I go to them like, hey, like, how do you think we're doing at the moment? Mm. How do you think, you know, I go to them to yeah, inquire, yeah. to see what they're seeing. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The evolution of you as the person and as the artist in terms of like, even going from being so intently and, you know, intensive in terms of like, this is the goal, this is what I need to do to finding out and realizing okay maybe i need to take some time here and there mm. or understand this will take time to to do this have you noticed that evolution in yourself as a person as well as an artist in terms of how you produce and write music as well that's a good question yeah i think the phrase that comes to mind is art imitates life in it mm. so like i think about how my artistry is a direct reflection of where i am at yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. even if it's not authentic even if it's not 100%. authentic. So what I mean is, when I was a younger writer, I was writing more so from a place of ego. I know when I was doing a lot of my grime lyrics, which is about, I want to show everyone I'm the coldest in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Mm. But then when I discovered a bit more about my purpose in terms of sacrificing for the betterment of culture and society, that sounds like such a broad thing to yeah, say, yeah, but yeah. I mean like, me, like as a voice, as an artist, as a mentor, I want to see the next generation win, right? So once I understood that a lot more, mm. my writing changed. It, mm. it, it went from, you know, I still do talk about how cold I am. That is still a facet of it. Yeah. But I went to let me give something to this, to this generation mm. that, I, that I want to invest in. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the most difficult song you've had to write? Mm. Difficult song I've had to write. Difficult song I've written. You better tell say me it's not out yet. What's that? You about to tell me it's not out yet. Uh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Do you know what though? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, no. There is one that's coming. <laughs> that one there. Woo! It's real. It's real. That one there is real. But um, Darkness on Style and Grace EP. Mm-hmm. It's quite an old song. It came out 2018. That song was probably the hardest for me to record. Right. Write and record. Because I was touching on things that I hadn't spoken about publicly before. Just mm-hmm. talking about growing up and you know, talk about trauma and yeah, family yeah. relationships in that sort of way. That and that song and a song, I think that song and a song called Story of John. Yeah, you, Those you, you, know, I, you know I love that song. Yeah, because Story of John for me, that song is based on three years of work. Wow. So obviously the song took me about two days mm-hmm. to write maybe a week to be honest because I stopped it started it and did other things but like the song took a week to write but I was only able to have that depth of emotion because of three years work it's not even it it wouldn't have been possible otherwise you can't you can't pretend that I can't you know channel that emotion Mm. outside of me thinking about the young people I work with so when Mm. I was writing that song I was I had young people in mind and I felt like I was it was like a therapy session where I was offloading what I would call the plight of our young people in disadvantaged areas, Mm -hmm. the plight of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like we look at how, you know, the life of 
you know, it's almost like what people would call, like people fetishize poverty. Yeah. It's almost like they, they we glorify madness or like poverty porn is almost like, okay, people are in disadvantaged areas and da, 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 da. they make music and we make it seem glamorous. Like it, that whole thing is a bit, it's a bit of a lazy take to be honest, because mm. some people are like, oh, you know what, people are glamorizing something. But for me, because I knew actual lives, mm. hundreds of lives in actual fact, because of my job was a head of safeguarding. Mm. So I was a senior management position where I have safeguarding cases and we're dealing with, you know, the, the, the most vulnerable and hard to reach young people in, in London, in yeah, Hackney. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you're hearing stories of this one got, you know, sto- uh, you come to my office, he's been stabbed on the, on the hand and he's joking with me, just joking with me. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're gonna, like we're bantering and I'm reassuring him like, oh, it's gonna be all right. You know, then, you know, another one of my young people almost died, life-threatening scenario. You know, he was then in a vegetative state till this day. So it's deep, right? Mm. So when you're seeing, you're enrolling students and then some of them are not finishing because the, they don't have capacity anymore to continue because of the lifestyle, it, you just don't see the world in the same way anymore. Mm. You don't see the world the same way. So story of John, if you see that second part where I'm really going for it, that's me basically saying, yo, guys, do we think this is all right? It's me trying to allow people to enter my world and yeah, say, yeah. let me tell you what's actually going on. Mm. So yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. When you put out music, and I've noticed that you're multi-genre, but you don't, you, you don't allow yourself to be put into a box with how mm. you manoeuvre. And then hearing your story in terms of your work with the youth and stuff like that, is that part of it to try and reach them? Mm-hmm. Or is it, you just, you've just manoeuvred like that your whole life, not being put in a box? I think for me, I think because fundamentally, I think I'm a strategist. Mm. I think I am a strategist and I have, I've accepted it over the last two years that I'm actually a strategist. I'm more concerned, I'm more concerned with reaching people than the optics. Yeah. Which is, I think, I think my life beating to its own drum is a thing. It's like a, it's a theme in my life. Like from when I was in school when I, and I was a person of faith and I didn't, I didn't watch anyone else. I was doing that in the face of people cussing me out, saying, mm. oh, you, man. You used to be cool, you used to, like, you know, you're you, innit? Yeah, so people yeah, are saying yeah, them things, like, oh, you used to be cool, like, what happened, man? <laughs> what happened, man? I thought you used to box people, I thought, oh, I used to like him, you know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then girls say something, and I'm thinking, oh, like, rah, should I? What, oh, yeah, all that, oh, I thought it's persecution. <laughs> but um, I think my, my life's always beat, beaten to his own drum. So for me, the goal is more important than the optics sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the optics influences the goal, but what, to like bring this into reality speech, like, okay, me, I'm a very good MC. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a very good MC and I've done a lot of grime. I did grime for, for a good three years, just solid, right? Mm-hmm. However, the whole time I was doing that, mm-hmm. I was making songs which I thought were very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the issue is, if you attach yourself to a box, mm-hmm. people don't investigate. Yeah. They don't yeah. investigate because the way the brain works is you hear a box, so you put everyone in that box in the same category. So I thought, I'm, I'm, thought, I'm working hard on these songs. I'm working really hard on these songs. If I remain in that box, mm-hmm. people won't even investigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rather than do that, I'm going to step out of that box. With you. You understand? Yeah, 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 100. You know, so that, that, that's my thinking. And that's my thinking in all ways, mm-hmm. in, in all yeah, areas. Yeah, yeah. So even like Light of Mind EP, like, if I'm being real, like, Faith is the theme that's literally called Light of Mind EP. Like, it's that, yeah, it's, a, it's a faith filled EP, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what informs the music and my worldview. So, I knew that, but I thought, who do I want it to get to? Mm. Who is it for? And 
So if I box it, it's it ain't gonna reach them, innit? Yeah, it's not gonna right. get to them. So then all that hard work is like, you've just, what have I done? I've, I've shot myself in the foot. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. Because I'm worried about optics. Yeah. And that's the thing, I think a lot of people worry about optics. And I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm. I think, I think the default thing is to worry about optics. I think we're humans of tribe. We, we want to fit in. Mm. I think that runs very deep within us. And if you, if you deviate, it's a harder path. And I only think you should deviate if you feel compelled to. I don't think, I, I don't think people should be like me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. You've released singles, you've released mm-hmm. EPs, a July show. What is there left for you to do? Do you believe okay. in where you're at now? In, what, in, the, in the stage of my career? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the next, probably not what's left for you to do because you still, even though you've done a lot, you've still quite, there's still, you can see there's a lot more to come. So the, mm. probably the question is, what's the next steps for you? Ah, look at that, yeah. I think for me is film. I think for me is film and touring. Okay. Those two things. So for me, if I, if I touch on touring first, I am looking to do different cities in England, different, yeah, different cities in the oh, UK. Really? I know which ones they are so far. I know the ones where I can do it. And I will just build towards doing more and building that. Mm-hmm. So touring is a thing, because I like performing a lot. I really like performing and seeing the people. That's something that I proper like. like. The sacrifice is worth it when you do a show, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my show is still probably the best moment of my career so far. Yeah, yeah. That show that I did at Peckham. Yeah, definitely the highlight of my career so far. Mm. Um, and in terms of film, I'm actually looking to get, I'm getting headshots in like two weeks or a week where they're going to take a photo of me and then I'm mm. going to start pitching to more roles. Jeez. Yeah, 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 there's going to be more. Because yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. I've, obviously. Done, I've done a little cameo now, so yeah, there's going to be more, there's, there's, there's going to be more. In the top boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've, I've got top boy in yeah, I got murked in as well, in top boy as well. I know, I was... Yeah, they, they, they flipped my cap off in it. <laughs> it was bad. Do you know what the bad thing about that is? We had to re-record it about eight or nine times. Oh, so it's, it, just, it, it's just eight or nine times this cat just oh, flying. Yeah, yeah. The game is rigged, man. The game is rigged. The game is rigged. Do you know what actually happened here? I wrote some of the bars for the person clashing me, innit? Because yeah. naturally it's, it's script and whatever. Mm. So we're doing a clash. I am trying, I'm actively trying to lose because obviously that's the, that's the, whole the frame of it yeah, is yeah, yeah. I lose because Kezia is meant to murk me, innit? Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to lose. I'm trying to wrap my bars in a bit of a dead way. But the muscle memory is just not. Yeah, you're just giving, I'm, you're giving I'm, energy. In yeah, it. it's giving energy. And because if you watch it and you know me, you're like, that's not him at his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Sideman, who's yeah. he's in it, was like, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not losing convincingly enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked at my hat and he said, it's going to have to go. And I'm thinking, I'm like, how's my hat going to have to go? What, do you know how many people watch Top Boy? Like, man's going to be a laughing stock, innit? And then he said, do you care about the scene or your ego? And when he said that, I said, I care about the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had to re-record that bit eight times. So my hat flying off and the whole crowd laughing at me. And it felt very real. Mm. <laughs> it felt very real. So, yeah, it was interesting. But what I, I do want to do more. I want to do a lot more of that yeah. stuff. Uh, a lot more acting stuff. So I'm going to push that side. We talked about youth. Just talked about acting. Talked about music. We haven't touched on lively services. Um, lively, how do you say? Like, the lively is not really coming from. Lively. 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 Oh. How, how, the, la- the last one was all right. Where, 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 where are you grabbing that from? Where, where's that? Where's that? Where's oh, that the lot? Where's that lively. Where's it, a lot? It actually comes from the soul, fam. That's a deeper one. <laughs> That's a deeper one. You, 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 not you. everything that you say with deepness is deep, you know, by the way. That's, that, <laughs> that, that's, that's nonsense, yeah. <laughs> 
But you know when you say it's like, I have enough conviction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it stops you someone in their tracks as well. <laughs> but you do all these things. You do all these things. And you give out to a lot of different sets of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you replenish that? That's a good question. I feel like I've let a slip in the recent in recent weeks, months, I'll say, because I feel like I've been stretching myself too thin. But typically what I do, I have my support system. Mm. So at my church as well, I've got my pastor, yeah. I've got the team, and they really are there. They are present to keep their ground. They ground me, I engage with them, we talk, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. life, chop it up in that sort of way. 100%. So they are, they are phenomenal people. So they're very helpful. My friends, you know, recharging with my friends, just mm. doing nothing, just like actually chilling, mm. which has been it's just rare now, to be honest, because I've been doing full-time job at music, so it's been rare, but that recharges me, mm. I would say. Seeing my girl, that recharges me, that, that brings ease to me. Yeah. Um, and then I think the final one, and probably the most fundamental for me, is, is prayer for me, mm. is actually seeking God for me. Like, on my walks, when I'm walking to train station or when I'm walking there, just seeking, I like to seek God on the move for me, because I just seek God and slap in my headphones and be seeking the Lord. I think that for me has been the fundamental you know, pillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for me, I would say, yeah. Considering all you do and all you've done and considering where you were at when you were younger, do you feel like you've made your mum and dad proud? I know the answer to this. Yeah, I have. I know I have, yeah. Mm. I think the reason why I say it and I'm not like, is because I think because they know where I've come from, especially my mum. My mum has seen me do the 180 and mm -hmm. seen where my life could have gone. My mum saw it. She saw the change. She prayed hard, man. She saw the change because of that. By the time I was at uni, I already knew they were proud. Mm. So by then, I already know they're proud. So it's, if anything, it's just been, if anything, it's been, ah, uh, let him do his thing. Because they never supported my, they, they, they didn't really support my music. It was like, come on, Nigerian Yard and that, they're not supporting me doing music. Doing music. What? Like, so they did not rate it at all, really. Mm. Um, which is expected with that generation. You know, it's, it's hard, but it's expected. But it's like, once they saw me, you know, finish uni and be doing music alongside everything I was doing, mm. they just thought, okay, he knows what he's doing. And I could, I could sense their pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I would say. We've touched on a lot of things today mm, mm, mm. and you've answered a lot of questions. The ones that I've written down, you answer them in your answers. Mm. And it was like, okay, how do I, where do I go? Because I probably asked about five questions off here and I'm giving <laughs> you like 15 questions. Yeah, because yeah, you've yeah, just, yeah. you've answered them. So my last question to you would be, with where you're at in life right now, uh. what encouragement or advice would you give to yourself? To myself? Yeah. Presently. Right now. That's a good question. That's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> You're basically saying, what would I say to myself now to encourage me? Yeah. Um, I think what I would say is, it's genuinely all going to work out. Mm. I think that's the thing I'll say. It's genuinely all going to work out. And I could go into why, but I think that's what I would say. It's genuinely all going to work out. I think that's what I would say to myself to encourage me. I think, yeah, that's what I'll say. Go into the why. Go into the <laughs> I was hoping in a way that maybe. <laughs> but with, with that, it's like, I think as I've, as I've grown and as I've learned more about life, I'm starting to learn that 
you know, the way God defines success isn't the way, isn't the way the world defines success. Mm. It's not. They're, they're actually different. And I think because we're all in the entertainment industry, music industry, creative industry, it's so easy to conflate the two. Mm. Like if you're not, it's so easy to just pick up what the world says success is mm -hmm. and say, yeah, let, you know, let's do that. But I think now that I know my job is to be a good steward of what God's given me, mm. to work, work hard, work diligently with what he's given me, do that, you know, serve him and serve people and everything else will work itself out. Mm -hmm. Factually, there will be extremely hard times, there'll be extremely good times, there'll be like, but in all of that, my job is to stay connected and to continue to use what he's given me. Mm. That's it, you know? And if I do, like, even like, if, if I think about even like the whole way the Top Boy thing came about, so random, innit? Like, I, I, was in, I was praying about stuff and I just felt God was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, in a nutshell, I'm gonna expand you know, give you more reach and different things. And I knew that, and he was like, you know, I kind of had this bit of strategy in prayer, I had a bit of strategy in terms of freestyling more and do more freestyles. Mm -hmm. It was actually one of those freestyles that got me to top where. Yeah. You know, so for me, it's just things like that. It's like God's, he's, he's very certified, isn't he? He has things, he, he's, he's got things under control. And yeah, I feel yeah. like um, my encouragement to myself would be, yeah, everything is, everything is going to be okay. That's what it will be, yeah. Bliss. Yeah. Thank you so much, bro. <laughs> yes, you. come on, man. Thank you. Jeez. It was a great conversation. Big up, big up, big up, big up. And for you guys watching at home, thank you for tuning in for a conversation with the amazing, superb, supreme, blissful, names bliss, both of these on social and everything, everybody. This has been Conversation with HR. We have more content coming for you very, very soon.